0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to a very special edition of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. Very pleased to be joined by Andre Simone. How's that, Andre?
1: Fantastic.
0: Well done. (laughs) DNVR's NFL draft analyst uh, and Justin Michael of DNVR Rams as we go through our next stage of of our rugby draft. We're we're drafting a sevens team out of current and former Denver Broncos. I'm excited to get into it, but before we do that, I just want to ask how you guys are doing.
1: How's it going, Dre? I'm doing great. Um, I'm really excited for this. I'm a draft guy, and I'm a draft guy for all sports. So, like, thinking specifically about this was really fun. You gave me some guidelines. I went and watched some highlights. We're all without planning. I've got a um, Super Bowl 33 championship shirt. No, this is 32. I'm confusing. I can't see it. Yeah, ninety-nine Miami. Yep, that's thirty-three. Yes. You're wearing the Super Bowl thirty-two hat. I am. And uh Justin just happens to be rocking an old school D. So it, it all came together. The synergy's beautiful. And I probably enjoyed preparing for this more than I should have. Will probably be overly competitive and obsessive about this. So I can't wait. I hope you guys know you're in big trouble though. i I am kind of worried
0: andre when when we tapped you in i was worried about this one but i feel like this is where i I feel like i'm dangerous here i'm I'm dangerous when it comes to the broncos this is what i feel comfortable with what about you justin
2: i'm just pumped man this is gonna be my first season as a denver broncos season ticket holder so now i feel like i'm getting in the spirit i'm getting in the mood yeah that was a little bit of a flex i just wanted to throw that out there congratulations
0: when did you get on the list
2: it's, I'm taking over my grandpa's oh, tickets, well, there you go. which yeah. is about the only way you can get them in, yeah, it's not, in it's Denver not at this point. Know,
0: or it's not whatever, what you know, it's who you know, right? That's the saying. But, butch that a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> exactly right. I will say I I I pretty much should not be getting season tickets because they're way more money than I have.
0: But I think it's going to be worth it. I'll tell so. you what my dad told me. It's just money. You can make more. It's
2: a That's a good true. point. Yes, not you wrong. can.
0: Uh, Joseph I know before we started recording, you, you thought this was going to be the one that pissed the most people off.
2: Oh, totally. I just think when you have a a fan base that's as passionate as the Denver Broncos and a history as proud, there's obviously a lot of really tremendous players from various eras. You've got, you know, like 60 plus years of history. So trying to narrow it down to a list of 21 is going to be difficult. And I'm I'm sure we're going to hurt some people's feelings as we have on every single one of these drafts, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Like, like Dre said, we're going to get competitive because I think each of us are pretty confident in our Denver Broncos history and our Denver Broncos knowledge. So I'm just pumped to do it.
0: I I will say, I think people got to keep in mind when we do these drafts, we're not necessarily picking the best, you know, player or the best in the Rockies one. For instance, we weren't drafting the best. Baseball players. We're drafting the best guys that played for the Rockies that could also play rugby. I could also play rugby sevens. So that's why I picked Ty Wigginton. Uh, I'm still talking about this a week later. That's so why I picked him. <laughs> He's not the best Rocky of all time. He played for the Rockies for one year, and he was a utility man that looked like he worked at Home Depot. But I picked him for his his ability to be a utility man and his ability to give birth yep. to his, his child and tie it off the umbilical cord with the shoestrings. Did you hear about that, Dre? He did that. That's why I picked that's him. Incredible. I want him on my team. He that's could be. Incredible. He could be the trainer also. He could patch people up and play. That's why you got to listen to
2: the pod. You can't exactly. just go off of the graphic. There's to. a lot of insight. There's a lot of analysis. You know, we're yeah. not just coming out here winging it for the graphic. But you know, people are people are lazy. So that's on that. I, well, I always, on
1: that note specifically, Colton, mm, it. How do you justify Todd Helton then?
0: I picked him for his quarterbacking ability. Picked him Mm. for his ability to make quick decisions, take a hit. He's got the the football background leading into the football draft. That's how I justified Todd Helton. The caveat was also we were saying you
2: get the prime athlete. You You know what I mean? You're getting peak Todd Helton, not 07 Todd Helton. peak Rockies Todd Helton. And I picked him for his
0: durability, Dre, because he played forever. And he had to be able to run a little bit to run out all those doubles, right?
1: You're not wrong. You're (laughs) not wrong. I'm actually glad you asked that because I think that Gave me that gave me a hint to make a final, slight but important modification on my big board. <laughs> so this was this was one of the drafts too, guys. I did
0: not make a mock like I've been making mocks for the rest of these. I didn't make a mock for this one. I have my I have my big board up and I, and I think I know which way I want to go. I can zig when you guys zag. I, I'm confident in yeah. my abilities to do this one.
2: We should let people know this is what Dre does. He is our NFL <laughs> draft expert. You know, I I happen to be one of the hosts on the Draft Pod, but Dre's the standard. So he there's a lot of pressure. I'm I'm hyping him up because he has the number one pick, and the more I hype him up, the more pressure it puts on him. So I'm just I'm trying to get in his head a little bit. Mess with, mess with my
1: idol. Yeah, no, you you got in the prime spot. Um, Y'all you know, kick this off. Yeah, let's because I I think this is a huge debate at one. I'll be really upset with you, Justin, if you don't pick my clear-cut number two. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I've been back and forth about this all day. I've been back and forth about this. In in, since we've started this pod, I consulted with Ryan about this, um, and I'm actually going against his suggestion. I'm looking for two-way players. I'm looking for, yes, defenders who can tackle but I also want the most dynamic athletes ball in their hands um, in the history of the franchise. And uh, while it might surprise some people, or maybe it's not the first name to, that comes to mind, Champ Bailey is absolutely one of the most dynamic ball in his hands a guy who played wide receiver returned kicks at georgia one of the fastest most explosive athletes he's lean he's tall um will not shy away from physicality he's gonna be a really good tackler so yeah at the end of the day i'm going champ bailey i may be sacrificing something here and there physicality wise but that's okay i'm gonna take uh one of the most dynamic uh, guys ball in your hands you can get. And I'll, I mean, like he's a ball Hawk, you know, I could see I champ think... doing some amazing stuff in a rugby sevens field
2: I
0: don't honestly Dre, I don't think you sacrifice anything with that I thought I don't know about you Justin that was like my number one that was the first guy I put down when I wrote this and it was for everything you just said he's a guy that's going to come up and tackle he's a guy that can play you know he can play in the receiver spot he played both ways so you know right. he's going to be able to play defense he's going to make his one on one tackles and he's going to be able to carry the ball a little bit uh, I think that's yeah I think that's an easy number one I'm bummed that that you picked him, to be honest. This guy I wanted on my team. And I guess while I have the yeah. stage right now, uh, just want to give like a little tiny breakdown of rugby sevens for the people that may be unfamiliar. Yes. So seven players on seven players, they play on a full-size rugby pitch, 100 meters long. Uh, and it's two seven-minute halves with a two-minute halftime, so you need to be crazy in shape. You need to be able to make tackles like Champ Bailey, right. and you need to be able to fracture defenses and, and you know make long runs and and be able to pass, have good anticipation to pick off passes, all that good stuff. So that's just a little bit of a, a breakdown of Rugby Sevens, a very brief one. Uh, but I think Champ Bailey would be the perfect guy for Rugby Sevens. Great hands, too. Great hands. Yeah, can't play that, receiver that was kind and, and of a get all those picks without him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And, and or play wide receiver in the SEC. All right, Justin, let's see, though. Let's see, because now I feel like the pressure's on you. I feel like Colton just justified my pick that I was so torn about. No, so I feel great.
0: Right well, now. I'm curious as to why you were torn about him without tipping picks, of course. Is there some yeah. there's other people like on your. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting one to me because, specifically because, that I felt like. Mm. I mean, to me, that's just like the clear-cut, easy number one. Like I know there's other. There's obviously a lot of talent on the board. Still,
1: we've picked literally one guy yeah, from yeah, the yeah, history of the yeah. Denver Broncos. So, yeah. Well, uh, I I won't give it away. I'll give it away once that player oh, comes good. off the board.
2: I'm gonna go Billy Thompson with the second mm. pick. Great choice. One of the, you know, if we're talking about. Dynamic DBs, and there have been quite a few of them in the history of the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Thompson might be at the top in terms of agility. He was a kick return specialist early, early in his career. He was an absolute mm-hmm. beast at it. A pick six type guy, so you know that he can you know, score. Like Dre said, we want guys that are going to be able to contribute both ways. He's going to be able to make the tackles. I think it's a safe pick. There's there's two or three guys here who I really considered, but with, Dr- with Drago and Champ Bailey... I'm going to go with the other most dynamic defensive back, in my opinion, and Billy Thompson.
0: I like it. I see what you're talking about. I have I had another DB in mind, and that's who I'm going to take with my pick. I don't know if we want to talk about Billy Thompson a little bit more, or do we just want to go into my pick?
1: I mean, I think Billy Thompson, clear cut. It's very much the champ Bailey mode. So, uh, you know, I like it. I like it. Um, There's another DB that I also consider, and we'll see if Colton takes him, but. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad we're all thinking DB heavy because that's definitely yeah. what I was leaning
0: on. Yeah, I think you need some DBs. I, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and tip my hand just a bit here. My my big board's very DB and receiver heavy. Yeah, um, I think it just kind of makes sense with how much those guys are running and just what they're asked to do. They they carry similar skill sets, especially for the sevens game. Uh, but the DB I'm going to take is actually a newer one. and I'm going to take a keep to leap. I wanted a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to come up and make tackles, like you just talked about his return ability. If he's getting the ball, he's going to probably take it to the house. Um, what did he have here in Denver? Nine is that what he finished with at the end of his uh, his tenure? Um, I think Akeem would be. I think he would be perfect for this. Like sneakily, sneaky perfect pick for this. Um, and I want a guy that's gonna that's gonna get in your head a little bit too. He's gonna he's gonna let you know.
2: I want a guy that's gonna trash talk. I also want a guy that's gonna stand up for his teammates, and that's Akib Talib. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was willing to go to war for Chris Harris. They yeah. they go low on him. He's coming at you for the rest of the game. I mean, also an epic, you know, post game rant type guy. He's gonna fire the the entire squad up. I think it's a good pick. That's not who I was thinking, and I, I did have him on my big board, yeah. but I think that's a solid pick.
0: I had a few other guys on my list, but I I really wanted to keep so. Uh, d- maybe it m- could be classified as a bit of a reach, but I just think he's built so perfect for it. Uh, he's a guy I know that's going to study the game like crazy, uh, so that he knows what he's getting himself into. Um, you're, I, you're a big, like leadership guy. You want I mean, that. That's the yeah. key for you. Yes. I want a leader. And right, I know I a key it. He, he Like just just said, he'll beat somebody's ass if he needs to. And that's the yeah, rule in rugby. Right. One's in your all. in. obviously we need him stay on the field. Got to be warranted, but uh, I like a keep there. Uh, wrapping around, I guess he kick off the second round. I think I'm gonna go receiver here and I'm gonna take Demarius Thomas. You know, mm. the, the his recent retire, you know, mm-hmm. retire all the news around him retiring just kind of kicked up all the memories of how big he actually was, how strong he was, <laughs> and how he could move for a guy that big and strong. Uh, and I would like that guy somewhere in my midfield, honestly, like give, give mm. him second receiver. Put him at twelve and give him a ball and see what he can do. Uh I could just picture him, right? Like all those little bubble screens they drew up for him. Like you could oh, do yeah. something like that. Get him get everybody over committing. and give him a ball on the inside line and just have him hit the hole and he's
1: off to the races. I DT. Was he either. your top ranked receiver too, Justin? He was mine.
2: Yeah, I mean if we're talking about just pure like specimen type athletes, just absolute beast. If you put Demarius Thomas in most situations, He's just going to be the best athlete on the floor, you know. You put him on a basketball court, he's going to be dunking on yeah. people. You yeah. put him on the rugby pitch, he's going to be running through people. When he hit full stride, he was a tank. I was at that game against the Arizona Cardinals where they just absolutely torched him and he had a play where they they threw him a was a bubble screen like you're talking about and he just outran about 6 players on his way <laughs> for an 80-yard touchdown. He's right. In my opinion, the, the most underappreciated Denver Bronco of the modern era, at least. And uh, I got a lot of love for DT. I'm glad he's going to retire a Bronco.
1: What I love for him about this game is that that Georgia Tech background, the ability yep. to to block in the run game, not shine away one bit. In fact, arguably one of the like most physical receivers in Broncos history. You think of Diva-wide receivers. He's not that at all. He's trying to get his... Uh, Nose dirty, and so you love him for this. And, I mean, Colton, with Champ, with Billy Tom, all these guys, a key in a game of 7-on-7 seven seven is making guys miss because all of yeah. a sudden you've got the numerical advantage. DT can do that in spades, as you guys were talking about, yeah with the screen game stuff.
0: He can run through. He can, obviously, we know he can throw a mean, stiff arm. In rugby, they call that a fend. You know, we think back to, to that playoff game, that quick slant from Tim Tebow. He threw a big yep. old fend. Uh, so we know he could do that and, and like you just said, he's gonna stick his nose in there and block. So I know he's gonna get involved in the rucks, which is important for stealing the ball and retaining possession. And he's I, I have a hunch that DT can make tackles too, you know. <laughs> he's a big, big strong guy. He'll probably stick that. his nose in there and make a couple of tackles. So I'm no I'm very difference. happy with my first two picks there. We'll go ahead and kick it back to Justin for his second pick.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on the defensive back train, although there's a couple of receivers that I am tempted to take here. And I'm going to go with another cornerback, Louie Wright, who also had a Mm. track background, another just electric athlete. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, deceptively more physical than I think people remember him for going back and watching some videos of him. Yeah. And I just think he's one of the best all around athletes in Denver Broncos history. And that's why I really like his, you know, potential on the rugby pitch.
0: That's a good pick. He's for sure on my list for all the reasons that you just said, uh, I just chose to go a little bit different direction, but I could, I, I like the, the team that you're building this far.
1: Yeah. I can't go wrong with Billy Thompson, Louie, right. As you're starting to, um, to close out the second round, the guy who I was torn with over champ is still available for me. I'm going Steve Atwater. Um, I want that tone setter. I want a guy with that kind of build who can run like, a, a man that's 30 pounds lighter, Um, you know, in a straight line, he's going to be vicious. He'll run you over, he'll run around you, uh, endurance wise. I think that's where Steve's really going to, you know, he was part of an, a different era of football where you had to have a different type of toughness and stuff. He's going to be just a grinder, give you everything in those seven minutes. So, um, I kind of feel like I was able to add thunder and lightning with champ and Steve, um, it, also going to win
2: the popular vote with him, which helps. You're trying no to doubt. win too, you know. No I'm, I'm going a little too old school here for Twitter potentially. Mm, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm already making excuses. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> doubt. <So laughs> no doubt. So Steve
0: was certainly on my list. Uh, the way I had my DBs ranked was actually Champ Bailey, then Akeem Talib, and then Steve Atwater. But I, you know, I I think that's a solid pick all around. Uh, any worried about friendly fire there? <laughs>
1: Mm, mm, could be could be no i think we've got enough space yeah. to where he will be fine
0: though. i'm just kidding yeah steve atwater would be awesome <laughs> I, would, I would love to have, see steve atwater play rugby i remember like the the year that i was at the broncos every day and i just seeing like how big he was just yeah. like that's nuts dude like you are you
1: are literally a giant yeah run he'd be run. playing on the edge if he was playing right now that's what i was
2: gonna say <laughs> he would he would definitely be an edge specialist in the modern league and he would kill at it he'd be really good at it
0: yeah yeah All right, Dre, you want to kick us off in the
1: the third round here? I'm sticking with my theme, bad dudes, first round talents, which means they check off a lot of um, boxes and two-way potential. And with my third pick, I'm going with DJ Williams, one of my favorite linebackers growing up, famously, played for one of the greatest college football teams in all time in those early 2000 Miami squads and was a star linebacker as a high schooler in Miami. That's going to serve him really well. Um, and now I feel like I was able to check off those boxes with the That's size. I've got an, yeah. a, a bigger field to pick from when I need to go with, uh, you know, my outside more twitched up speedsters um so yeah that's why i prioritize dj a bit more here for his two-way potential
0: i like that pick uh dj obviously tackling machine your team right now was is not going to miss many tackles and they're probably going to hurt a lot of people in the process because they all tackled uh pretty hard Mm -hmm. uh I, i was like i was light on linebackers in my big board so after yeah. we did the CU one, I, I had a, a conversation with Mark Bullock, who's the director of rugby for the Colorado Exos. So this is it's kind of interesting to hear what like he said because this we're the reason we're doing this draft is obviously as we as we prepare prepare for the Olympics next week. Uh, I guess the week that this is coming out, you know, Olympics will be starting up. But it's in light of what the, what's happening with the Colorado Exos, right? They're they're trying to tra- take all these athletes, all these mm-hmm. you know sub- superior athletes, and teach them how to play rugby. Obviously, a lot of these guys are football athletes, and when we did the CU one, I, he was looking at the list that nobody picked Jeremy Bloom. He, he was upset about that. I didn't. Oh, he did include him in honorable mention, but we didn't pick him, and he was like, "You got to pick Jeremy Bloom." And then he also was saying, uh, like, a lot of the linebacker picks. Obviously, aside from Landman, is he was just like, "I just think those guys are going to be too big," and so yeah. I obviously DJ Williams. He, he's going to be a little a little smaller than than some of the other guys. Uh, you know, relatively speaking, he's not a mm-hmm. small man, but having to play in the middle, he's got to be in good shape. He's got to be running around. Uh, what did he have, like five or six years where he put up a 100 tackles right. a year? Yeah. So he's a yeah. tackling machine. He's durable. Uh, was was one of my favorite players when I was a kid too.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm really tempted to just stick with what I've been doing, but I feel like I... Gotta win some fanfare at some point. And because of that, I'm gonna go Von Miller in the third round. I think his athleticism would it would translate. I don't worry about him size wise if we're talking about linebackers being too bulky. You know, he's a little bit a little bit sleeker, obviously really quick in his prime. I think he's gonna bring some physicality to my team, which maybe they needed a little bit. I don't have quite the edge that Dre's team has. So I'm going with Von Miller. I like it.
0: That was, uh, you know, obviously one of the linebackers I had on my team, and like you said, he's just a—he's a statue, dude. He's built out of stone. He's—he's, yeah, he can run for day. We—we've seen what he could do, you know, carrying the ball just a little bit on some of those picks that he gets and scooping up fumbles and whatnot. Uh, I like. I believe he
2: played a little bit of running back in high school too, Mm -hmm. so I think he's a guy that could be a a two-way impact guy for me.
1: I like it, and like a. You know him and DJ o- oversized for rugby sevens, but like such otherworldly rare athletes. Yeah. E- like even forget the size, right? That they might be, they might just be rule breakers yeah, you, in a game like this. I mean, you, you, they're going to take the
0: right angles too. You're you're yeah. totally correct because they are not talking about just like your your standard guy you see at the gym or something. Like we're talking about this isn't Josie Jewel, yeah, this the is, best you know, yes. pass rusher and. Yeah. The history yeah. of the Broncos, right? So, yeah, exactly. I, uh, that's a good point, Dre. That's something people should keep in mind. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow you guys. I'm gonna jump on the the linebacker train here too. I'm gonna take my all time favorite linebacker of all time. That's Al Wilson. I think Al pick. Wilson. Give me a guy again. I just want a tackling machine. I think it's important, especially in sevens. Like you got to make your one on one tackles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I strayed away from that just a little bit, obviously with Demarius Thomas. I think he could make some one on one tackles, but I'm going to get back to my tackling roots and take Al Wilson there.
2: I like it. Fans are going to love I it. I mean, yeah, Al Wilson was just one of those guys that if you're a part of a certain generation, you just loved him. Oh yeah. And I mean, probably the the hardest hitting Bronco post 2000. I mean, I don't know. There's there's a couple of people that are in that conversation, yeah. but but an authentic thumper, yeah. <laughs> He's a thumper. Yeah, I like sure. it. All right. I guess it's a shame the way things ended with him. I hope him and the Broncos yeah, the can worst. make up at some point because it seems like the, the kind of mending we're know, getting there a little bit. I not... mean, we need him like back honored on the field, let the stadium show the love the whole nine yards. Colton, he's not too big.
0: See, but that this is where you guys threw me off my game a little bit. I don't think he is, though. Like, I huh. think again, like the fact that he's playing. Like more in the middle, like saves me there because he is yeah you know, proving right. that he's not you know just a run straight ahead type of guy. Like he's dropping back a little bit. He, I think the the fact that he is in the middle, moving around a little bit more helps me. Uh, but he might be he might be too big. He might be like just on the threshold of what I'm looking at. It's a six foot two forty. Right. right. But I think like in the CU one, for instance, I took Alfred Williams, and what what did he clock in at? Totally right.
1: Yeah. He's much bigger, but right again, such a stud athlete.
0: Because, like, what's what's Landman
1: weigh?
0: Yeah, I mean, he—you're talking about in the two fifties. Yeah, and I know for a fact that Landman,
1: Landman, he would less. he would be
0: fine. See, yeah. Landman is what six yeah. three. Let's see what he's weighing. Maybe this is bad. Hmm. Two thirty-five. So he's five pounds lighter, three inches taller. I I don't know. I think I think he'd be okay. But I I guess just like for reference, I I don't even know what the biggest like guy on the USA sevens team like I was looking up Danny Barrett yesterday, Danny yeah. Barrett's like six three I think he's weighing in a two twenty, so that's uh-huh. that's a solid twenty pounds heavier than than arguably the biggest guy like on USA sevens team, so I don't know but like you said this is Al Wilson we're talking about this isn't a uh, this is Joe Schmo Joe Schmo out yeah there, so. for sure.
1: And I mean, you're 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 giving them speed on the outside. Yeah, and that's exactly we can it, hide you know, them a bit more
0: in and put them in the middle and have them yeah. make tackles and steal the ball and then pass it out to you know DT for me. I like that. Uh, I guess moving into to my fourth round pick, guys, this one is going to piss a lot of people off. I think. No, I'm not going to uh, do it yet. I'm going to go back to. Rec- I'm not going to do it. Do it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going
1: back to receiver. I'm take Brandon Marshall. <laughs>
2: That's a good pick. I, yeah, I had him great.
1: definitely high on yeah, my board. I'm going to take Brandon oh, Marshall. I hadn't even thought of Brandon Marshall. I'm like 28 deep. I didn't have Brandon Marshall on there. That's a phenomenal pick. Yeah, got to take Brandon Marshall. I remember like my oh. intro to Brandon
0: Marshall. I was like in my in my room watching a, a late night game, and he was doing everything. Uh, again, taking little bubble screens, giving big old stiff arms. Uh, I'd like the guy
2: like that on my team. I went to Jay Cutler's first start, and it was against the Seattle Seahawks. I believe on Sunday night football, it might have been Monday night football, and he had a he had a play in that game where they just kind of dumped it to him on the sideline. He broke about mm-hmm. six tackles and took it up 70 yards for a touchdown. People forget how athletic he was and, and just how hard he was to bring down. He was huge. He was strong, yeah. but he was so quick and shifty. I mean, he really was... He was a highlight machine. He was just one of those must watch type guys. And yeah. that's a great pick, great value, too. I guess we The we, Cal
1: Orton we, season, too. He was doing stuff like that left and right. We're obviously talking about the
0: receiver. That's what I meant. I would just like to get that out there. I was not talking about yeah. linebacker Brandon Marshall. <laughs> I was talking about receiver. I said that. Good clarification, beginning. though. I said receiver. No
1: linebacker Brandon Marshall, athletic
0: enough to fit in this. Game. Oh, yeah, for sure. He could. Yeah. I just wanted to make it clear. Take a receiver there. It's important <laughs> important to be done. We'll, we'll let wait, the graphics team know. Yeah, we'll, yes, we'll have to let them know. We're wide receiver. Uh, and that's a good point. I should yeah. I should mark that in the notes. Yeah, and the, the, the log has been updated. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Justin. Um, we'll we'll save the I, we'll piss people off later. We'll move into Justin's pick now. Oh man,
2: I'm going Shannon Sharp, who might be just on the verge of too big if we're talking about height wise, but he's just going to be a freight train. You put somebody that's that strong that athletic out on the field. He's just going to be a mismatch and he's going to be hard to bring down. He's going to shit talk so much that it drives the other team insane. I love it. I love Shannon Sharp. I want him on my team. He's a guy you want to play with, not against.
0: Yeah. Like you just said, the the trash talk alone would be enough to to rattle me. I would no. not be able to think about what I was trying to do, what I'm, you know, my goals for that day. 6'2",
1: 228. Two, I
0: don't think he's too tall, Justin. I think that's like, I mean... Again, he looks like a Greek god. He still looks like he could play on your rugby oh, team totally. right now.
2: I would take, yeah, I would take modern Shannon Sharp even. But if I get <laughs> prime Shannon Sharp, which you do, no, which is no question. Rules. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, again, well,
1: he is aided by being an undersized tight end. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's true. And yeah, I don't know about you guys. My tight end board is very slim, very slim. I, like he's obviously I didn't on it. Any. Really, yeah. no. interesting. Yeah,
1: no, I, I, I just was worried they were too. Again, I went to watch highlights. I was like, "Oh my god, these guys are small."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing, and that's I'm glad that you brought that up. We say this every week, Drebo You don't have to be big to play sevens, which is another common misconception. Yeah. I feel like when people are looking at the graphic and they're sending us very mean tweets, you don't have to play. You don't have to be big. And I said it before. Look up Jerry Tuai. He's the he's the captain of Fiji. Fiji Sevens team, he uh, yep. they just won gold at the last thing. He's like 5'8". He was like a little like fire hydrant. But he runs like right, crazy, and, he's,
1: and he just floats.
0: like He's super quick on his feet. You don't need to be big.
1: Yeah, and it's just a combination of a million different factors. It's not just strength and power. It's yeah. also endurance and exactly. speed and all those other things. Um, holy cow, I can't believe you guys did this to me um, because I have back-to-back picks. And I thought I would have spared us of this. For one more round, but I guess not. Um, so anyways, I'm taking Dennis Smith because Damn I it. get to pair Dennis Smith with Steve Atwater, <laughs> and you guys done messed up by letting me That's Dennis what I was know. gonna
2: take, and then I took Shannon Sharp, and I feel like that was probably a miss on my part. Yeah. I I thought I could sneak around and come back and get him.
1: Another uh first rounder, um, you know, on one an all-time great safety just perfect size measurements to fit all of this. I mean, he held his high school high jump record, just an otherworldly athlete. And we're going to have the, you know, you the, got the, the athleticism you got the, to
0: make things happen. And like you
1: said, the, yeah, pair them up. That's good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, how can you go wrong? And that makes the top four guys on my board all on my team. I hate this. I hate this. But please say it. Colton explained to me why he selected Todd Helton and that was enough for me to move Tim Tebow yes, up to fifth is. on my board. That's good. Um, That's a good
0: pick, Drake. Don't don't be ashamed no. of this. Okay, That's so listen listen pick.
1: This is the best option quarterback of the last 20 years. You're telling me that doesn't translate to rugby sevens. Have you guys ever been on YouTube and seen a Tebow workout? You think that's not going to translate rugby sevens? You're telling me that guy's not going to spit blood for you for seven minutes and be in the huddle, those little four man, four man scrums, Colton? Bro, yeah. I don't want to go against Tebow yeah, in the He, he could easily play
0: prop. Like He could be your prop. That's a great pick, Andre, because what was Tim Tebow bad at? Throwing the ball. Forward. 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 He could Come throw on. it backwards. That's all you need to do. Just one of the pitch. greatest backwards-throwing yes. quarterbacks <laughs> of all time. That's a great pick. That's what I was going to do with the last one, but then I was I just scanning you, but... my notes, and I was like, wait, Brandon Marshall is, is a little bit better pick than Tim Tebow, but Tim Tebow's not a bad pick at all. That's a great pick. I'm glad that you did it. I wanted him, obviously, but I'm glad somebody did it. Justin, you have any thoughts on this
2: those were Dennis Smith and Tim Tebow were the, the two guys <laughs> I had next highlighted so dre's mm. Dre's absolutely killing me but that's great value Dennis Smith shouldn't have fallen as far as he did no. that, that was bad on our part and we're gonna take a little bit of heat but he he
0: went and we, we I think we did a good job describing you know breaking down mm-hmm. our other picks so you know it's no shade and also, I don't. Know, has Dennis Smith and Tim Tebow ever been like talked about in the same like breath before? Other than like, well, they just <laughs> right. both
1: played for the Broncos at some point right. in time. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, with Tim Tebow, my fir- my streak of first rounders continues. So, I will say, Colton, I'm slightly concerned that I'm a bit too big now. Well, you, you get p- some big. You dudes. have two picks to rectify it. If that's yeah, how you I'm, feel, like, DJ Tebow. Atwater, even Dennis Smith, like we're a pretty big a large team, team mm-hmm. you know. And
0: yeah, I, you could run into a team if if we're all playing each other in, in a in a three team tournament. I would be kind of small and weird. But if we're all playing, you know, each other, you could run into a team with some faster guys. It might cause you a little bit of problems. But yeah, you know, your team can tackle. I bet Tim Tebow can tackle
1: yep exactly he, he and you just, know what i tebow like
0: heart he will will his team yeah he's just a winner
1: i assumed that we were playing each other's teams we, we were we are
0: there's no you guys have the
1: this. you guys have the trash talkers you know justin's got shannon sharp you've got to keep Talib. i just added tebow yeah so he's Tebow's like Tebo's gonna mix it up with that nice yeah. hit brother yeah exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice tackle brother way to steal the ball I've got the
0: nicest guys with <laughs> also a miracle Atwater worker, Isn't shame. there like the, somebody passed out at like the Mets minor league thing and he like revived them just with his presence. I think he did that on an airplane too. Uh, he snatches victory from the jaws of defeat mm-hmm. better than arguably anybody
1: else. And like popular and places like mm-hmm. Thailand and stuff where they play some great sevens, right? So yeah, that's a good point. There you go. You know, you'll have the
0: most supporters most likely.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Great pick, Dre. Don't be don't be ashamed of that at all. People are not going to like it, but if they listen to the show, they'll understand. Yeah, they will. Absolutely. I'm going to go Terrell Davis. Can't go wrong. Insane that he fell this far too. I think next guy on my board. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the value is just there at this point. Obviously, that his first highlight ever was laying the wood in Mm. that that preseason game in Japan. So didn't even think he's going to be able to be physical. He's shifty. I need a guy that I can just pitch it to and let him take it to the house. And TD is going to be that guy for me.
1: Yep. Yep. Love that. Wow. It's a great
0: pick, Justin. Um, Obviously, surprised he fell that far. But I didn't, Mm -hmm. like I said, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the Tokyo.
1: I forgot all of that. Honestly, (laughs) I'd probably take him ahead of Tebow had I remembered
2: that. I watched that clip 15 times this morning. And I almost wore my Terrell Davis jersey on here, but I didn't want to give it away. I didn't want to give anything away. Then yeah. I almost put on my Von Miller jersey, and I was like, "You want to know what? No jersey." Yeah, that's that's smart. Uh,
0: and we could we could justify, you know, maybe the migraine issue is is you know a little bit too much because he he can't really like get subbed out. Like if he just gets a migraine, he's just out. Because games are so short. His migraine is not going to be over by the time Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm just (laughs) saying, that's a fact. We're talking about facts. He made a big tackle in Tokyo,
2: and he got a migraine. A lot. That's fair. That's (laughs) fair. He also had a Super Bowl MVP and a regular season MVP. Again, facts.
1: As long as he remembers his
2: meds, I think he's he's okay. The balance of the the pick there.
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay, to me, I'm going to stick with the running back. I'm going to take Floyd Little. Oof,
2: great pick. He, he, yeah, he needed to go. I'm glad that. Yeah,
0: great pick. Needed, needed uh, somebody that could tote the rock a little bit. You know, he could, he'll he be a nice compliment to go with Demarius Thomas, Brandon Marshall in terms of my offensive skill positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he
2: ran so nasty too. Like he, he wasn't the biggest guy or the fastest guy, but he was shifty and he ran mean. And, I mean, from like 68 to 73, I think he was the leading rusher in, in the entire league. So, yeah, that, that's a great pick. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. I, I'm very happy to have Floyd Little on my team, and, and uh, again, I guess we can talk about it a little bit more as we get to the end of the draft. You know, we'll go through some honorable mentions and then uh, you know discuss a little bit more. But my running back, surprisingly, like my running back list is very slim. Also, like he was the second mm. guy, but I only had one more guy on my list. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Only one.
0: Only one. So, uh, and I'm not going to pick him right now. Uh, who do I want to What do I want to do? I could go a lot of different directions here. Um, but I think I'm going to go defense again, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go you know more recent, but I'm going to take Justin Simmons. Uh, another guy that can tackle, a very durable guy, right? Hasn't missed a play in ever. Is that correct? Three years? I believe so. So I know he's going to be healthy. I know he can play all game. Um, he's going to make a lot of tackles, good ball skills, obviously. You know, arguably the best safety in the NFL right now um I, I like that pick i could put him out on the wing i i would put justin simmons actually like at fullback kick in the rover position you know let him kind of follow the ball if, if one of your team wants to kick to me um he'll be back there you know he can uh he can make tackles obviously when it gets when people break the line just have him at the fullback like a natural safety position
1: i like that i like that a lot i am oh man I'm good What, going... isn't it me now? Yeah. It's Justin. Oh, it is go. you. It is you, Justin. That's right. That's right. Good. That would have been pandemonium.
0: I don't think we've gone out of draft <laughs> order yet. That would have been the first time. Good catch. That would have been crazy, yeah.
2: Uh, there's a couple of different ways I could go with this, I know. but... I <sighs> am going to go with John Lynch. mm. I'm not sure he's fast enough for rugby sevens, but prime John Lynch could move. And obviously that was a dude that could kill people in the open field. I just feel like he, he was so mean that I kind of want that presence on my team. And I don't know. John, I really struggled here. There's a lot of good value still left and it. Oh yeah. I'm stressing oh yeah. about the players that are going to get left off. So already looking forward to the, the Twitter yeah, backlash. That's okay.
0: But you said he wouldn't be fast enough. I'd, don't necessarily agree with he's not going to be the fastest guy but he'll be fast enough like if he played safety in the nfl you know to, to cover point. yeah he'll he's not gonna be the fastest guy on the field but he's gonna be fast enough to give you some problems he's gonna be fast enough to knock you out uh I, you know i think john lynch is a safe pick another guy that played a couple different sports i always think that's a benefit when we're doing these you know good baseball player we just did the baseball draft you know i, I think just uh john lynch is a great pick
2: really smart player too. Yeah. Um
1: and I just I go back to back and that's it. That's it. Just in the books and we're done. Ugh. Uh I I feel like I'm probably going to lose this Twitter poll with this pick right here, but I don't care. Um preparing for this exercise, this name just came to me and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Delta O'Neal would be perfect for this game. He would 348 career tackles. He is um, third all time on the Broncos punt return yards list behind only Rick Upchurch and Billy Thompson. Um, And he's got the size. He won Super Bowls. He was part of a really deep DB room Um and he was just a dynamic return. I remember him fondly as an important part. And I, I need guys on the outside who can make stuff happen for me. I've gone all in on the size and tackling. He can still give me the tackling, but he's here purely for his uh, return ability, ability to miss guy make guys miss and him and champ are really going to have to carry us on the outside. Um, so yeah, I think it's a phenomenal pick for this exercise. I don't know how well that plays on Twitter, but again, um, I don't care. I just gotta stick to what I know. I'm In mad this, I didn't even have him on my board. That he, was a miss on my. He part. was on my board. That's a great pick, Andre. That's,
0: and I was I was like hesitant for the same it. reason that that you were. I was like, I just don't know if like, you know, people are gonna are gonna know and respect that pick. But that, that is a great pick. Like he was so fast. You know, play, played corner oh, yeah. primarily, so like you just said, he can make tackles, but he's also electric in the return game. So if you give him any space at all with the ball, you know, he's gone. So that's a great pick. Right.
1: Uh, and I'm just I'm just going to stick to someone who can be dynamic and make guys miss, provide that numerical advantage. Oh, and I'm just going to tell you right now, Now I strongly consider Javante Williams who has yet to play a game as a Bronco because that the rookie running back out of North Carolina, man, he'll truck you, but he's got some really lightning feet to make you miss. And that's exactly the quality I'm looking for right now, but I'll never forget how tough despite his size, Eddie Royal was, um, you know, that's a guy who like at the combine had over 20 bench press reps was never afraid to catch it in traffic. would was not shy away from contact as a runner. Um, and frankly, I kind of think that size is going to play well, a little more elusiveness. You're going to have to really like get your hips squared up, um, to get Eddie, you know, to uproot Eddie in the open field. Um, so I'm just going to close that out. With another dynamic returner, great hands, obviously. And uh, you know, a guy I love, number nineteen, was always one of the best um to root for. So give me Eddie Royal to close out my team. I had a great Taco Bell commercial too. Give me the I Royal I was about treatment. to say that. Any yeah. anybody so, that has yeah. a Taco Bell commercial <laughs> is okay true. with me. We're
2: we're pro cargo, we're pro Eddie Royal.
0: <laughs> give me the Royal Treatment. That is a great pick, though. He was on my list. Uh he was one of the the last receivers I had. Not really like in any particular order there, but I think he would be perfect. He would be perfect. That that is a bummer. That I was hoping that he might he might slip away there, and I could get him at the end. I left some
1: studs on the board.
0: We all we yeah, all did. But that's the cost yeah, of doing really business. That's the cost of doing business when we're literally picking twenty one guys. Like we're not going to really we're not going to cover everybody. Justin, who who do you have for your final pick?
2: I'm gonna go Rod Smith. Yes. Nice. I I don't want him to go undrafted. He's my favorite Broncos player of all time. Well, actually Vaughn might be it at this point, but I just, I loved him, him and champ. You know, if, if you're my age, I'm 26. Like they were basically my childhood repping that Rod Smith Jersey everywhere. He had a quarterback background, you know, a little bit. So he's a guy that can facilitate for me, but he's also athletic enough to take you to the house and I mean, Young Rod Smith was a deep threat. He was a guy that was going to beach over the top. So he's—I think he gets undervalued for for how good of an athlete he was. He,
1: Returnability yeah, as well.
2: That's
0: what I was going to say. He returned some some punts and and stuff, and you know, back in the day too. So I think that's a good pick. Uh, you know, like you just said, he was a deep threat in his younger days. He's not just really—he really wasn't a guy you think of as a burner. But obviously, if you play in the NFL for that long, you 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 deserve a spot on this list, and you are very literally the, the best receiver in Broncos history. So I like it. Um, I think, I think people are going to get mad that he went a little late, but that's okay. I think, I think the people that have gone before him are respectable and understandable. And, you know, again, if people listen to pay attention to it, that's I uh,
2: yeah, almost took off- somebody that I think's a better rugby fit, but I need a little bit of the fan vote too. I also want to throw mm. that out there. Good call. And we'll talk yeah, about him if he doesn't get I can't
1: drafted. wait to do the honorable mentions. My only only reservation with Rod Smith, I would like a more I'm I'm trying to go with kind of more compact body types, because you know, open field, you gotta tackle him. I worry that he's a little too long limbed. Yeah, he's this, kinda lanky.
2: That's the, a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: lankiness might might hurt you in this game, but I don't know. You're the expert, yeah. Colton. No, there there's
0: certainly like some tall, lengthy guys. I think Rod Smith obviously would be amazing if if he uh had decided to play rugby instead of football um he was on my list for sure I don't I wasn't going to take him if you didn't take him right there and that's because I'm going to kind of follow Dre's lead here and I this I'm sacrificing defense entirely this guy is not going to be able to tackle anybody um but but again I'm going off returnability and this was a hard decision between this this fella and and Rick Upchurch but I'm taking Trenton Holiday. I'm taking just mm. a burner. I'm taking the just a true returner. Like, I literally don't want him to do anything else in this scenario than just stand on the outside and get a, get a pass and just run. Like, that's all I need Trenton Holiday to do. I don't need him to make the tackles. I don't need him to get into any rucks because he's very short. He's 5'5", five, five, I think is yeah. what he was listed at. Yeah. Um, but arguably, like, going to be the fastest guy on the field. Uh, I think the best player comparison to him is another guy we talked about on the podcast quite a bit. If you want to look up Carlin Isles, Carlin Isles, I think is like five, eight. He was a track, you know, track star Uh turned rugby player. And this is like, that's the Carlin Isles game. He doesn't. He doesn't, you know, stick his nose in many tackles. He's not getting in very many rucks, but he's literally like get him the ball in space, let him step a couple guys, and just run. And I think Carlo Isles and Perry Baker's the other one. They have the most tries on the seventh circuit. They have over two hundred tries, so it works. Uh, if we're putting him in that in that capacity, and and it was a tough decision, like I said, between him and Rick Rick Upchurch, because Rick, obviously, a little bit bigger. Um, you know, he's maybe a guy I could count on to make a couple of tackles where that's not going to be the case with Trenton holiday. It's going to be a tough look that, you know, Pat McAfee is trucking him. Uh, but I like it. I I feel confident he was one of the guys that came to mind when I first was putting together the list and I was not going to take him any higher than seventh round, but I'm glad I got him.
2: You're going to take some heat for that one online for the people that don't listen to the justification. I am, but But I... But I, if we're talking is about like, his dynamic ability, you're you're not just wrong. Ball in hand. They also but, is he going to fumble? It's okay
0: though. Mm-hmm. The, we, as we've talked about, like ball security is obviously important, but it's not the end of the world if you turn the ball over. Rugby, <laughs> right, right? Like right. you you can get it back immediately. Whereas that's not the case in football. Um, that is a good point though. But again, if I'm taking him at seven, I'm very pleased with that. And anybody that gives me crap for this online, like I will come at you on Twitter. Like I've been very reserved. Like with a couple of these, you know, maybe maybe some criticism is warranted there. I don't think any criticism is warranted for the role I want them to play. That I just clearly laid out.
1: <laughs> Love it.
2: That's my there some there were some there all right. time greats Be, that didn't get picked. There
0: are. And before we jump into to the honorable mentions, I'll go ahead and read everyone's draft. Uh, so, Dre has Champ Bailey, Steve Atwater, DJ Williams, Dennis Smith, Tim Tebow, Delta O'Neill, Eddie Royal. Justin has Billy Thompson, Louis Wright, Vaughn Miller, Shannon Sharp, Terrell Davis, John Lynch, and Rod Smith. I have oh, Akib Talib, Demarius Thomas, Al Wilson, Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, Floyd Little, Justin Simmons, and Trendon Holiday. Let's jump into some honorable mentions.
1: Wow. Wow. Those are some strong teams. Um, Highest rated on my board honorable mention is Ed McCaffrey. Exactly yep. what we said about DT minus the like otherworldly athleticism, but mm-hmm. super physical wide out has the ample speed. Um He could definitely tackle some guys. I think of how he run blocked and, you know, hands would be phenomenal. He'd still be dynamic in the open field. That's I weird. really almost took him over Rod Smith. I just, oh. the I just, nostalgia, you know,
2: kind of barely tipped him. And it's not necessarily the best draft draft strategy. I'll admit But I think I'm gonna win some some fan vote for it too, so I'll I'll take it. No, great point.
0: He was for sure on my list. Um, Realistically, like everyone from my DB my short list of DBs and wide receivers got picked, um, with the exception of of Upchurch. But I you know I talked about why. One quarterback I thought could actually be good. I obviously didn't pick him, but I think Jake Plummer could like be sneaky good at this. And he, he was the only other quarterback item on, my on my list, list. It was Tim Tebow and Jake Plummer. Just being realistic, um, you know, I don't – I guess we'll go ahead and address – I don't think Elway would be good at this. <laughs> would be like the best sevens player of all time when we're getting into just the, the other athletes and the other options that you have available that we obviously just went through. I don't – I wouldn't take John Elway.
2: Yeah. Maybe that in 15s,
0: but not seven. Yeah. In 15s, like for sure he could play like yep. 10 where he's more of a distributor and like, you know, because oddly enough, like when I was going through all the, the rushing touchdown leaders, like he's pretty high. He's got 33 cause he could yeah, run sure. around a
2: little bit, but yep.
0: in a game of just like pure speed and athleticism, there's just better options than John Elway. Yeah.
2: I have one more quarterback for you guys that I had on my list and that's Marlon Briscoe, he was actually the first oh, professional yeah. black quarterback in American history. Also played wide receiver, was a three-time uh, conference winner in college. He was just a, a great athlete, so That's I think he one. probably would have translated. But yeah. I, I was worried not enough people would know who he was when it came down to the vote. That's why I almost took in the, in the seventh round as well. Um, I have one more DB too, Steve Foley, the franchise's all-time leader in interceptions. Yep. Hmm. A guy who could take it back the other way as well. I think the DBs that we took... Are better athletes and more physical, mm-hmm. but I think you know Foley is at least in the conversation. I have three,
1: actually four DBs. Um, geez, the fourth I'm kind of going to kick myself for not taking. Brian Dawkins too. Um, yeah. well, there you go, Brian Dawkins, yeah. is the first one who I thought would have really fit. Um, Darren Williams is a guy whose oh, yeah. talents. <sighs> That's a good pick yeah translated. Kareem Jackson definitely yeah. fits. How about Pac-Man Jones? Yeah, good. Uh, you know, like you said, return Or that Trent Williams, yeah, yep. spot basically. Yeah, that's a good so those one are too. a few other DBs I uh, I definitely had on my
0: short list. I'm ashamed to say I didn't even consider Darren Williams. That's a tough look for me.
1: Yeah, well, I, to close this out, I looked at a punt return leaders in mm, franchise yep. history, so that's where I was able to. Uncover a lot of these, like some sense. Delta Eels and Darren Williams. Yeah, Del-
0: that's a good one. And I was doing the same thing earlier too when I was looking at, at return, you know, return records and all that good stuff. That's how I
1: there were.
2: There's a lot of linebackers that were in the mix. You know, I mean, obviously Randy Gradishar didn't go. You know, yeah. Tom Jackson didn't go. Carl yeah. Mecklenburg didn't go. I just yeah. I wasn't sure if they were fast enough. I I really considered Bill Romanowski a guy who could really move in his prime, and he's just going to be mean. I mean, mm. if you look at our boards,
0: though, we only took three and it was all in the third round. That was a linebacker round, right? So, yeah. like, it's just going to be lighter on linebackers just because it's not, like, again, when you look at what sevens is, it's it's going to be more towards the DBs and receivers and returners, kind of like we did.
1: So, and Mecklenburg, like Elway, but more so, is probably one of my top three guys on my board if we're doing 15s. Yeah. There you go. Put him at the second row, you'd be a monster. But, totally. Yeah. Well, and that versatility yeah. would, would. So, But sevens, such a different game
0: yeah. that, right, we are just lacking enough. Right. Uh, my only other running back, in case you guys are
1: interested, was Clinton Portis.
2: No Peyton Hillis mentions. No. I had
1: Clinton <laughs> up there. Well, I guess. I had Javante as well. And
0: I thought C.J. Anderson would kind of. Yeah, he him. was. He was a, another one. I just think, again, he probably was like a little bit. Better suited for the 15s game, maybe. Yeah. Um, just because he's like a little bit more of a little bowling ball guy. Yeah. Uh, same with
2: Mike Anderson, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised that Phil Lindsay didn't go, but just because he point. went in our CU one. Um, but I guess oh, in that in that same light, I was trying to think of uh, two way guys. I think Spencer Larson deserves a mention. So he's I guess kind mm. of a running back yeah. linebacker. Could play totally. special teams too, but that would have done me no good in this draft if i <laughs> if i ventured out there and picked spencer larsson i don't think
1: so well i think we took the exercise really seriously and didn't push those like physical limits too far yeah. you know i, I did and have even, fan i did have fan on my tight end list i thought that
0: it, and maybe that i'm would have I'm, been interesting. I'm taking the bait on these workout videos of him like running up red rocks sure. and stuff i'm oh, like yeah. i'm falling into the summer trap of watching instagram workout videos but I think, you know, a fan would be pretty good at sevens. He ran a four or five
1: flats.
2: <laughs> Riley Odoms, maybe, who is kind of Shannon yeah, Sharp before Shannon little, Sharp. Yeah. Um, Haven Moses, you know, again, one of the best wide receivers in Broncos history. They're, like we said, it's impossible to get everybody. Sammy Winder. I mean, there were, there were so many guys. I thought that- about
1: Julius Thomas, two-way player he's not he Is couldn't he physical be physical enough, enough to yeah. block right um yeah. honestly wide receiver wise i think sutton should be way up there oh you know? yeah him and judy were both on my list yeah it's so, a guy that really fits yeah.
2: i probably should have took sutton over rod smith if we're talking about guys that would just be pure dynamic athletes and on yeah. on the rugby pitch i ah. think with uh
0: i mean you gotta i guess kind of have to say it, like with the, the drops would be a problem with Judy. Like, I know I just said that fumbling is not that big of a deal, but if you just, like, don't catch the ball or whatever, right. like just a quick turnover. Um, you still need to advance it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. At least give yourself right. some, yeah, get some territory before you cough it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which no, would... Um. I mean, I shoot, I think KJ would have hit in the yep. role that we would have, you know, Upchurch and Trenton, Trenton Holiday, Holiday and yeah. Eddie Royal playing, you know. For sure, as a pure outside dude, yeah, yeah, oh, this was fun. Uh, Melvin Gordon, yeah, he, he yeah, was prime guy. Melvin Gordon really fits this game, you know. Yeah, so that that'd be my last honorable mention to mention. Yeah, I think we did a good what job. Elvis cover-
0: Doomerville. I think he was he was a guy considered, but again, we'll, we'll see what his measurables were.
1: Like five eleven. Uh, yeah. I don't think it wasn't Elvis the fastest is guy in the world. He's like yeah. too
0: like heavy.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I mean bulky, his I talent is his like hip flexibility and like arm length versus size. So he creates all yeah. that leverage, but then has the long limbs to kind of mess with you. He's five eleven, two fifty. That's
0: what like I felt <laughs> pushing the limits with DJ Williams at, at six foot, two forty. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's arguably that's I mean, excuse me, Al Wilson. Like I I think you can make the case that that's arguably my like worst pick.
1: And if and if Al Wilson's my worst pick, I can live with that yeah for sure I, I honestly, I predict that Justin won the poll with his final five ring of fame picks
2: yeah mm. i'm I definitely am gonna get some fan favor, but I don't
1: I don't know if John
2: Lynch was the best pick in, in hindsight. I think there are a couple going through this talking about mm. some of these guys we missed on. I think they were probably. So better, what do you guys think Especially about, if I'm getting Broncos John Lynch or you know Buccaneers John Lynch, but what do you guys think about Chris Harris? I feel like we didn't talk about him literally at all.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. I I think
2: he'd be fine, but I don't think he's better than any of the DBs that we took. I, I think would,
1: he gets hurt by the lack of like super duper raw athleticism, right? Yeah.
2: Cause he's another guy
0: kind of like in that same I guess going back to the Rockies one, like when we were talking about Nolan, like maybe not the best like pound for pound, like overall athlete, but right, he's good at what he does. And, you know, again, like you just said, he would be fine, but I I, I wouldn't have taken him over any of the DBs that we picked anyway. This was fun, man. I like this one. This is one, that, and, and this kind of went like how I expected it to go. Like we, mm-hmm. we've done a couple of these. This is, I think, our fifth one now. So some, it's been fun to just see like everyone's strat. I feel like we were all on, on kind of the same page in this one.
2: DBs were definitely the the, fo- the focal
1: point here. Yeah. I think that's yeah. fair. That's good. All-around talents. I ended up drafting all first-rounders except for Eddie Royal. Even Delta O'Neill was a first-rounder. So everyone you, with that size speed requirement.
0: Where'd you have
1: uh, Eddie Royal slotted? <sighs> Man, the thing about Eddie, he was actually kind of low, like 21st on my list. Um... I could have easily gone with any of the other running backs or returners like Darren Williams or Pac-Man Jones or even KJ Hamler on my list. Yeah. I just felt Eddie at a hundred, you know, he was almost 200 pounds at that stocky frame. Yeah. Like, he's, he would be great for yeah. Sam. He could fly. He really could.
0: I think, honestly, I think I would have taken him if you didn't take him at with Mr. The Relevant. Pick. I would. Yeah. That would have been, I would have flipped close, Obviously, yeah. That, that was fun oh, I think we did a good job covering all the bases guys like I said there's going to be some people upset but hey you can't please everybody people are going to be That's mad right. about anything if they listen to the show they, they'll understand we did a good job I'm very pleased with my team I hope you guys are pleased with your teams as well I'm looking forward to seeing what the, the, the poll decides we'll leave it to the people thanks so much You're for good. joining me guys that was a good time
2: thanks for having me again man